You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. Hey, thanks for staying with us. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, and our guest today, Doris Helge, Ph.D., author of Transforming Pain into Power. So, Doris, if we're in a relationship, what's the with? let's say we're married, what's the first relationship that we must deal with for that to work out? I think the only way we will be totally honest with our partner is to be totally honest with ourselves. And as you know, <laughs> honesty is definitely the cornerstone in any relationship. Um, my partner and I, and I you know, certainly had my problems before this relationship because I wasn't working on myself to the degree I should have, but... We've been together a dozen years, and part of the reason is we made a very firm commitment. We will never lie to each other. We may not like what the other person says. We may not like saying what we know the other person doesn't want to hear. But there are no secrets. Everything's out in the open and honest, and I can't, I mean, I know you guys have the same thing because I've read what you wrote. It just gets better and better and better. And part of that is that we keep discovering more about ourselves. How do we deal with that other person, which is how we deal with ourselves. Right. So if we actually get more in touch with ourselves, I actually believe the core of us is God, God's substance. So as we actually get more self-realized and in touch with ourselves, we're actually getting in touch with God. So that's the first relationship. And then all others will reflect how well that first relationship is operating. You are absolutely right, and that's where the joy comes in. Because God is joy. You know, God is all things, and I know you also believe that God is in everything. And the higher we develop, the more we get in touch with that God part of ourselves and our partner and all the people around us who do the things that irritate us. Yes. um, The more we're home free. Right. You know, what you described, Doris, is um, uh, what we would call a spiritual relationship where, you know, honesty is the bottom line. And we also add on to that that there's no sacred cows, that, you know, if there's an area in me that needs to be worked on and I'm not seeing it, Keith has permission to say it to me, hopefully kindly and tactfully, but and the same in reverse. And... And this sort of uh, spiritual relationship um, is simply a perspective shift where, you know, you're always looking through the lens of where can I grow so that everything gets better. That is absolutely true. And we do what you're talking about. We say to each other, well, what are you supposed to be learning when the other person's having a hard time? Nice. And when we pull our focus back into that, Things get clear fairly quickly, but until we remember, hey, there's something to learn here, it can it can be kind of, you know, not very much fun. <laughs> you know, it's that whole process of taking that finger that's pointing out somewhere and <laughs> pointing it back at ourselves and going, okay, I brought this in. That's sort of like um, I noticed that you also in your book say similar to You know, people say, you know, oh, boy, I get to co-create my life. And I say, oh, boy, you already did. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) You know, it's a done deal. So now that you've already done it, maybe you should take a look at why you did it this way and what there is to learn. 
Right. So what what are the lessons at hand? That's the big. I mean, that's the big deal when we can uh, get that muscle so lubricated that it becomes a joy to change rather than a burden. Then I think we start winning the game. We do, and we're always co-creating every single aspect of our lives, as you know. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So let's say we were involved in a real serious accident just we just a couple seconds ago. And I would say to accept it is like, oh, well, everything's okay. You know, there's lots of injuries and all the kind of things. Things are panicking right now, but everything's okay. And I think the extension of that is... And then you also do what's prudent to do to handle the situation at hand, which is a part of acceptance. Acceptance just isn't, well, this just didn't happen. It's okay. It's also, if something's prudent to do, you do it to handle the situation. You do. I like to talk about the curious witness. I was in a serious accident like you're talking about, and I had a big hip problem, a broken foot, and so forth. And I remember when it happened, I was traveling uh, one way on the highway. The guy who ran into my car was traveling the other way. He had been doing some drugs. And, you know, regardless, it was supposed to have happened. So yeah. it doesn't matter what he was doing. Um, what I remember was the impact and how time totally slowed down. My car was spinning and spinning and spinning. And I'm going, well, I guess I'm not going skiing tomorrow after all. <laughs> and there's all this pain shooting the body. And I'm going... Okay, um, what are you supposed to be learning out of this? And like you said, you know, there's the acceptance phase, there's the watching phase. And so the entire trip in the ambulance to the hospital, I'm watching this whole thing. I'm watching me screaming. Yes. And, and I'm just watching in the emergency room. And it's what you said. That's the freedom. And, and yes, it still hurt. It still hurt for weeks, as a matter of fact. And there was a long recuperative period. So it wasn't that the pain goes away, it was that the way you deal with the situation totally goes away, and that's your free will. And when we pull back and watch ourselves, again, I call it the curious witness, everything gets so much easier because there's this basic trust of life. This wouldn't have happened unless I was learning something. So let me get into it. Yeah. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts helping humanity wake up one show at a time, Monday through Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. Our guest today, Doris Helge, Ph.D., author of Transforming Pain into Power. You know, Doris, I had um, a similar experience to you with your curious witness in a car accident. I don't know if you remember back in about 89, there was a uh, ice storm that hit the entire West Coast. The, all the roads were frozen from Northern California all the way up into Vancouver. Right. You remember that? I did not live here then, but I do remember it. Boy, oh boy. My guides had me uh, make a major change in my life right through that storm. They literally had me leave uh, Mount Shasta just before they closed the um, uh, pass over Mount Shasta, so that I was right in the heart of that storm all the way up to Seattle. And at one point, I mean, there were cars in the ditch everywhere. But what they wanted me to do was they wanted me to um, to two things. Number one, get it 
that I was competent on my own, and number two, get it, that I should surrender my life to the guides. So at one point, uh, my truck started spinning. And, you know, everybody was in the ditch, and anybody who went in the ditch stayed in the ditch. That's a steep mountain right there. Well, yeah, this was, th it wasn't up there. It was along in, uh, further up in Oregon. But okay. nevertheless, once you went in the ditch, you stayed there for days because there was nobody to come to get you out. But, you know, you said how time slowed down. I had a similar experience. As I'm spinning around, uh, this other car and I are spinning together. And as I'm spinning, time slowed down. And all of a sudden, the guides, I saw my four, four of my guides in my face saying, what you going to do? <laughs> hey, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just uh, thought and said, trust you guys. I'm going to trust you guys. And sure enough, the car stopped one inch from the other car, not in the ditch. And I was able to move on, but it was just this profound message so well delivered, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> that is so beautiful. And I think that you got to that level of development by trusting the little bitty clues along the way. You didn't wait and say, am I going to trust something so precarious as stopping one or two inches from a great deal of harm that could have happened? I bet you anything you'd been following little bitty clues and say, okay, I'm going to trust this little clue and then that little clue. <laughs> and so when the big one came, you were all prepared and you had this well-developed habit. Yes. In general, I would certainly agree with you. In my particular case, I had been they had been using a sledgehammer on me <laughs> <laughs> for the previous two years, let me tell you. It wasn't small, but... Your point is well made. I had been uh, surrendering, surrendering, surrendering. So that by the time it came to that, I was well familiar with what that looked like. And, and you're right. In general, for most people, if we just keep following the little clues and we keep gaining trust in that and we keep getting stronger in it. You know... Oh, go ahead, please. Well, you know you were mentioning... Um, your relationship, how you are completely honest with each other. And I just want to go back there. If people are going to be completely honest with each other, then it sounds like they're dedicated to their best growth, their best life, and their best relationship because that's what it takes. Otherwise, you'll just be obnoxious to each other. I think that's the only thing that ever works in a relationship. If you're not, okay, this is a spiritual relationship. We know we're here to grow together. Things work. They are painful sometimes, but they work. Yes. And they may split up for spiritual reasons, too. Yes. But in the process, there was honesty. Yes. And, and there was growth. And then there was growth. And, you know, that's one of the values of relationship. I think that's why they're one of the reasons they're made is so that we can grow by, a lot of times, a really good mirror in our face every day. Absolutely. The other person. Yeah. You know, you just said uh, something else interesting, Doris. You said sometimes relationships are not meant to stay together. And we actually agree with that. And when you're approaching it in the way that you're suggesting where it has to be honest all the way, you have the best chance of being together if you're supposed to be. And if you do split, you're probably splitting for the right reasons, I would think. I couldn't agree with you anymore. You know, um, it seems like if you really got this right and you're with another person, you really loved each other and grew together, 
there could be a time with as good friends, you grow apart, and it's obvious, you're mature, you talk about it honestly, and you divorce and go go apart. I think that can happen more than, you know, we're at odds with each other and we, we divorced because we dysfunctioned out of the ball game on the thing. Yeah, I think that's the way it should be, too, and it's certainly better when children are involved. Oh, and yeah. Our society has such a programming that it has to be nasty and everyone has to be out to get everything, whatever that means, and you have to turn your kids again. It's just it's totally untrue. I've got lots of friends who have divorced, and they have great relationships with their exes, and their kids do. Yeah. Some of them celebrate holidays together with everyone, including the new people in their lives. Right. Yeah, exactly. We're talking today with Doris Helge, author of Transforming Pain into Power. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Thanks for joining us today. Of course, we do not recommend divorce. Unless it's right to do, and then we do. But you know, most sometimes it's tough to know. In, in this looser generation, where you want, I want things now. I want things easy, and why shouldn't they be this way? You know, d- divorce is happening more and more. And um, instead of people working things out and digging through, you know, difficulty of facing emotions and and vulnerability and that kind of stuff, and so we default instead of growing, and, you know, you can grow out of a marriage, you know, and I would say if people are growing in a marriage, they're usually not going to grow out of it, but sometimes, you know. And so, um, you know, it's it's dysfunctional and uh, non-productive to not stay and try to deal and face and grow and it's and so often it gets our buttons our weaknesses our vulnerabilities and it's a real challenge to be that adult to stay in an uncomfortable thing with something at least one time you really love the partner and to try to get your act together I really agree with what you're saying. That was one of the things that we discussed. Let's work as many things as we can out with each other. We already love each other. We're just getting stronger. Everything gets better all the time. And we do a lots of times see people who, as you said, are afraid to be vulnerable or they're just dodging emotions and they split for that reason. But the truth is then you recreate that and you start from scratch. And so if you already love someone... You wouldn't stay with them for the ease of not having to start over again, but you would stay for the right reason, which is love, and you would continue to work things through. Right. And uh, I guess uh, let's say we flip out of a marriage. It just didn't work, and we didn't like it and whatever, but we didn't change or grow much. We usually find ourselves back in the same situation, don't we? <laughs> we just... do, and I know it's a bummer. the same thing with your clients. I mean, I have clients who say to me, oh, I got it now. You know, the person has a different name, but it's the exact same scenario. <laughs> Isn't that just a bummer? Eventually you go, geez, I should have worked it out with number one because, geez, you know, it's just as good as number eight or I know. number three geez, or I'm whatever. I am the common denominator here. Maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, oh, well. <laughs> you know, we were talking about car accident kind of thing, and uh, I knew... Um, 
very lovely, sweet, spiritual lady who was ungrounded and just not dealing with stuff. And uh, we worked on it. And, she, you know, when she could, she just escaped into her old, lazy rut of not being grounded. So she was honest about things, but she just wouldn't tack herself down being grounded. And her, her clock was punched. It was time for her to deal with it, apparently, from on high. So she had a, just a head-on car accident with a guy who had a heart attack right before he met her driving the oncoming lane. But what this sweet lady called it is she says, Keith, I had a car on purpose. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she full well she knew owned she it, had man. the lesson coming. And <laughs> she owned it. A car it. on purpose. That's right. Oh, wow. That is really clever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, break time. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts with sound answers to life's tough questions. Our guest today, Doris Helge, author of Transforming Pain, in the power. Stay with us. <laughs> 